There it is, see? It's me popping. Boop, 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 boop. Yes. Hostel to Are we recording? Yes. Uh-oh, okay. So where are we right now? In our apartment. We've got a pile of moving boxes, and we're dreading moving them into a tiny van to get drive them up to Boston. Although technically we will be living outside of Boston. We will be living in Somerville. Correct. Mm -hmm. So right now we are in Brooklyn, which technically is not in New York if you want to be a real stickler about it. Right. But it's still a part of New York City. Correct. It's not its own city. Yes. Um, Was almost its own city. Yeah. If rap music has taught me anything, it was... Settled by a judge many years ago. Three million strong, and here we go. <laughs> I think. So, yes, we're here in Brooklyn, and we're about to move to Boston. Craziness. And we need recommendations of where to go. Fun things to do, local things to do, things that we should check out, places to go to eat, to visit, museums. We'll go there, and we'll report back. And then we'll let you know whether or not it's good enough. Good enough that... Boston might not suck. When I first found out we were moving to Boston, as I was going to sleep that night, all I could think of was that chant that they used to have at the Yankee Stadium when you were in the bleachers, where it was just people going, Boston sucks. Boston sucks. Boston sucks. So I think this is an opportunity for Boston to prove to us and to the world that it might not suck. I'm pretty sure it doesn't suck because it has really cute cobblestone streets, really cute little brownstone buildings, people that wear loafers without socks, and also... uh, Duckling statue. Ducklings. The duckling statue. Okay. Here's my story. When I heard we were moving to Boston for your work... I thought to myself, this cannot be an all bad place. I think this is going to be a good place because this is a place that cares enough about this children's book about ducklings that they put up these little duckling statues and they started dressing them up in little jerseys, in scarves. This has to be a city full of weirdos like us. So we're, we're fine. Boston, colon. A city of weirdos just like us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to be fine. We'll be wearing those loafers without socks before you know it. What has society taught us about Boston? Not a lot. Boston movies. Uh, the town. The town is a movie that takes place in Boston. Yeah, where John Hamm's like, I am from Boston. <laughs> and I am a cop, a very serious cop on the case. Both very believable. Yes. You and your boys didn't just roll a star market over in Malden for a box of quarters. No, you decided to bang it out in the north end at 9 o'clock in the morning with assault rifles. Goodwill hunting. Mm-hmm. Or he's like, how about these apples? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they take a, what's that guy's name? I don't know. Corey Affleck. They take his burger and they put it uh, up on the dashboard. And it's like, we'll put it up here. It will be in layaway plan. But just like how your mom got her sofa. Remember your mother brought you $10 every day for a year? She finally got a couch medicine style. Can I have my food now, please? Here's your fucking double, brother. 
I don't remember that movie that well, apparently, because what? I don't remember the burger dashboard scene. Yeah. No, I I remember the like tearful Ben Affleck look. You did good. You're gonna get out of this town. Oh yeah. If I if I come to your house, you're gonna get now. out of the town. <laughs> <laughs> someday i'm gonna come to your house and you're not gonna be there and i'm gonna be like sweet right and i'm happy that you're gone because i i like i love you that monologue yeah Yeah, every time i go to your house i pray that you're not there (laughs) somehow this is a sign of my love for you it's a very convoluted argument it's men what do you expect yeah okay that's how guy that's how men from boston show their affection Ah, okay by fighting each other Ooh, isn't that um another movie the fighter the fighter is another boston movie yeah that's Mm -hmm. the one where the guy from where's he from new zealand or whatever oh he's um welsh he's welsh yeah he's (laughs) i believe he i believe christian bale is welsh a welsh dude plays a crackhead more fighting more anger amy adams at her bitchiest was actually pretty fun oh yeah yeah you forget don't call me skank. I'll rip that nasty hair right out of your fucking head. Is one of the Wahlbergs in it or no? Absolutely. That's the main character. That is the fighter. I'm right here. The the Departed. Oh, The Departed. Where everybody does terrible Boston accents and the first scene takes place <laughs> in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yes. I feel like there's got to be some movie that's the the flip side of all this. Because it seems like all of these movies are all about sort White of racists. like... <laughs> that was not going to be what I said. I think we might be out of movies. No way. Yeah. There's got to be more movies. I don't think so. Because I feel like we haven't even hit on like the Tony <sighs> upper crust. Yeah. How are we forgetting National Treasure? Ah, oh, that, that is a crime. That well, is. Well, that whole movie's about crime. <laughs> but it's crime for good. It's crime for uncovering we are the secrets of exactly. the nation. We're to trying to shared. save the Declaration of Independence from terror. Yes, by rolling it up and then uh, pouring lemon juice on it and uh, hair dryer. It with a hair dryer. Yeah, that's how you save it. Yeah. Is it in both National Treasures? I think it's the city hinted of at, and they arrest the guy at the end of the first one. Spoiler alert! Uh, by faking him out to making him think that he has to go to Boston, and Harvey Keitel meets him there, and it's like, Mm-mm-mm, I'm a Mason. Those two movies just blur together as one giant... Wonderful. <laughs> that was not the adjective I was going for. But... Perfect. <laughs> Highest level of filmmaking. Absolutely. Absolutely. The entire time we're on the Freedom Trail, I'm going to be looking out for scrolls and, you know, little coded signals. and. There was also Mystic River. Or whatever that other yeah. one with Casey oh, Affleck is. Gone Baby Gone? Gone Baby Gone. Was that what that was? Uh, yes, maybe. Maybe they both took place in Boston. Mystic Pizza did not. I, I think basically if it, if a movie has an Affleck, there's a 60% chance it's yeah. set in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, it's, if it's got a Wahlberg, it's like an 80% chance. These are numbers I would stand behind, for sure. So what have we learned? Boston movies, almost always angry white guys. Pun- punchy people that are, are want to getting their fists in your face and a, a good punch fight but sometimes match. sometimes the punchman it's because they love each other and sometimes the punching is because they want to hurt other people but that also usually is because they're protecting southie or something like that 
I feel like there must be something out there about like fancy Boston society because that exists. But maybe they just don't make movies about that. Maybe they're like, we don't it's, need to. It's a movie about Boston. Ah, give me some angry white guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's a studio head. That's my voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the tea is supposed to be awful. Um, See, I heard it's kind of awesome. Sports. So I feel like Boston comes up in our lives when it's a sports thing. You know, as a New Yorker, it happens to be like a Yankees versus Red Sox thing. And then suddenly it's yes. like, raw Boston or no Boston. Yeah, I remember when I first moved to New York, the Red Sox stunk and hadn't won in forever. And then they beat the Yankees and now they will not shut up about it. And then, of course, there's Tom Brady. I think there's something about living within the Boston area that you're legally required to somehow talk about Tom Brady every 10 days. I like the idea of talking about Giselle every 10 days. I think she's very interesting. We could have a lot of conversations about Giselle and also just speculating, what is Giselle's life in Boston? Now that is very interesting. She was wearing that silver dress in her last catwalk. Yeah. They said... But now she's going to be like wandering around the back bay with fancy people in her skinny jeans and baseball cap trying to go incognito, but she can't because she's like seven feet tall and, you know, tan and abs for days. And she's going to walk into her local coffee shop and they'll be like, oh my God, Dizelle's in here. I don't know. I can't do a Boston accent, (laughs) but this is my idea of what her day-to-day life is like is that she is just going to be disruptor a constant disruptor of all all bostonian forces nothing yeah nothing against boston but i would say that if you were to pick a place for a brazilian supermodel to be the opposite place of where you would expect to see her that would probably be boston but then again we're basing all of this on uh, the idea that Boston is made up of a bunch of Mark Wahlbergs. <laughs> so our view of it is so limited. We have no idea. Who knows? Do you think that people that are speaking other languages in Boston have the Boston accent when they speak the other language? I don't think they do that, but I do love the idea that they're just like, chowda. Da, 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 da. Like you hit the word that's the Boston word that has no translation and they'll just say it with the Boston accent yeah. and then go straight back into their like beautiful melodic Italian or whatever. Yeah. And then every once in a while, Tom Brady, yo. Yeah. Boston teams, pop quiz, what's the baseball team? I know it's the Red Sox. Okay. Maybe like a year ago, I would definitely not have known and I would have pondered it for a while and I might have said the Cubs... And I might have, and I might have the said Boston the Cubs. White Sox. The Boston White Sox. Well, I actually don't even know. Like the White Sox are, I think they're no longer a team. But I don't. They were. There was a scandal. Thing, <laughs> some sort of. That's. This is all I know about my sports. It's like okay, so okay. So well, I know who's that the basketball team. Oh, okay. I'm gonna think about. Oh no, wait. I know. It's the Celtics. Yes. <laughs> I think I got it right. I think I got it right. What about the hockey team? Oh, okay. Um, I want to say the Beavers. But I I don't know if that's true. That's probably not true. I'm not going to tell you what it is. 
Uh, what about the football team? Oh, no, but you said it's the Patriots, so oh, that one I have. We've been doing so much chit-chat about sports. Yes. Let's talk about what you think a Boston person would wear. What is Boston fashion? It the Bostonian to, look. It has to do with sports. It's a Red Sox cap, and then it's some sort of like Russell athletic, like in the same way that Portland, everybody wears fleece. In Boston, it's more of like an activewear warming layer because it's cold there. And a lot of it is inspired by Bill Belichick, the, the football coach who wears hoodies to everything. Wrong. This is all wrong. This is not my vision of a Boston person at all. I think that they're very... Fancy. Well, fancy, yes, but preppy. And they're going to be wearing loafers uh, without socks and maybe pants. And if it's the summer, maybe they have like a fun print on them, like a little lobsters or something. A lobster then, printed pant is what yeah, you think people in Boston then, wear. Well, okay. Maybe it's like just little, oh, anchors. And then they might be wearing some buttoned up shirt. Since they're preppy and fancy, they probably tuck it in and have maybe a striped belt. This sounds like a toddler's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be for an adult man. I'm really hoping to find these people. Boat shoes. Yes. With pennies in them, maybe. I mean, this would melt my heart. If I could find people with lobster printed pants, I think I could be very happy there. <laughs> I, think... I don't want to say that you're not going to be happy. <laughs> but you might not be happy if that's what you're looking for. It gets pretty nippy. That's what I understand. I understand that it's going to be weather-wise. I understand that it's going to be cold dark snowy it's never gonna end and then suddenly it's gonna be hot it basically is the worst parts of new york turned up a little bit more except then you can go to vermont and get maple syrup during Ooh. the fall and you get to go leaf peeping which i'm very excited about because we're at the age now where i can get excited about those things yes because we're both about to turn 55 in our heads i'm already at 90 i'm already like picking out the bakelite jewelry and the big caftans that i'm gonna wear and the dark framed glasses I can't wait it's gonna be amazing that's great i'm gonna fall asleep in my soup in the middle of a meal that's nice. basically where i'm at well it will be chowder because maybe we'll be in boston Maybe that's why people end up falling asleep, because the chowder is so heavy. Pretty yummy. It's basically like eating a bowl of cream. So how are we going to figure out what to do? It's easy. People record a voice memo on your phone with a recommendation as to where we should go and why we should go there, and then email it to us at B-O-S-N-O-S-U-X at gmail.com. That's boss no sucks <laughs> at gmail.com. We really need these recommendations so badly. All we've got right now is the Freedom Trail. Yes. And duckling uh, statues. We always got the duckling statues. That's a good 10 minutes. I could spend all day there. Fire up the Dropkick Murphys. We're coming to Boston. 